With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Isles Buzz podcast. This is your one-stop shop for everything surrounding your New York Islanders. And now, here are your hosts, Dan Petru and Noel Fogelman. So Dan, um, it only took me about maybe 65 episodes to realize that I was repeating the open. I would introduce us. Yeah. And you know, it, it occurred to me last uh, last time while I was editing the show, I was like, why am I saying this again when our good friend Miranda just said, repeated you know, exactly the same thing? So this is show one of not doing the open. So, there you go. And you're also going to promote our guest, too, right? We're going to promote the guest right off the bat. Uh, Newsday's beat writer for the Islanders, Andrew Gross, will be calling in a little bit, uh, preview the Islanders and Penguin series. Uh, yes. The Islanders did what they had to do Saturday. They won the game. They didn't have to worry about, you know, scoreboard watching or anything like that. They took care of the Capitals. Capitals rested some players, but Islanders still went out and did what they had to do. It got a little crazy there in the third period while, you know, the Islanders were winning and the, the game was really never in doubt, so to speak, especially after they went up 2 nothing. But uh, with all the with the other stuff going on in the, the Rangers-Penguins game and the Hurricanes game, uh, it got it got really interesting there for about 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, I, that, that, that game was nuts. And, you know, of course, you can't rely on the Rangers. All the, <laughs> but they, they did win the game in overtime, the Rangers. But Islanders did what they had to do and good to see Leonard get the shutout. And... Uh, you know the Islanders get a trophy this year, and they get the yes, Jennings, Jennings trophy, trophy. Yes, which is which is really cool, especially after. Who would have thought after last year, right? Oh my God! I mean, I, I would have taken you know two goals less than what they've given up last year, not over a hundred. A hundred less goals—that's amazing. It's, it's it really a, is. And it happened. It's been what, what 
well over 100 years since the last time that happened. I think uh, that's correct. The uh, the Ottawa Senators. Yeah, I think that was Yager's rookie year, right? Uh, yeah, Fischler's rookie year covering the team. Yeah, exactly. He was clean shaven. Oh, we need we need stand back for the playoffs. You know that? Yeah, absolutely. I I hope they get him involved somehow. But yeah, yeah. And the Islanders open up game one at the Coliseum on uh, Wednesday night, seven thirty game. It's been a few decades since they actually hosted a game one. Uh, the schedule was a little hairy, but they gave uh, PJ Max the boot. <laughs> For yeah, I'm Friday surprised. night, I'm really surprised am. too. I th- I really thought that they would go back to back on thir- on uh, Wednesday and Thursday, but they got their the schedule's fine. Oh, it's, it's considering great. Considering some of the quirkiness as you can get in the playoffs, it's fine. It's very straightforward, and and for once, the Coliseum doesn't host a noon game on a Sunday, which is very good. Yeah, because that that was yeah, a disaster. Yeah, let that be a Pittsburgh game. How about how about the uh, the Islanders Penguins being the marquee matchup for NBC Sports in the uh, the Eastern Conference? Yeah. I know, and it's uh, it's pretty good. They um, they released the uh, broadcast teams for for the the series, and uh, I know AJ is working that that series, and it slips my mind who's doing play by play for that game. I can't remember now. But uh, Kenny Alberts. Kenny, yeah, you're right. Kenny Alberts doing the game. So yeah, it's, it's, but obviously we'll be watching the game on MSG. It's just course. the national broadcast. Yeah, you know, you'll be watch. That's the, that's the, you'll be getting. You'll be getting uh, Kenny Alberts, Brian Boucher, and AJ Molesko. Yeah, and. Uh, Brendan Burke's going to be busy. He's going to be doing the game, you know, the series for MSG, and he's going to be doing, uh, what is it, the, the Shark series too, right? He's doing both of those? He, he, he was listed on the on the, wow. on the the Wow. list. How so the hell is he going to do that? I don't know. God, God bless him. He's young. and uh, I didn't notice that. that. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and he's, you know, one of the best in the business, so good luck to Brendan in the, in the first round. He's going to be uh, yeah. quite, you know, busy. He's hoping, you know, for a, not that many uh, overtime games, I'll tell you that. But um, yeah, it's uh, a lot of the, you know predictions. We're not going to give any predictions on our show, but a lot of the people who gave predictions, you know, NHL.com, a lot of beat writers. I it's kind of like sixty forty in favor of the Penguins, um, which is which is fine. Uh, the odds, but, you, it's, but also it's understandable. I no. mean, look, no one, no one is no no one is sliding the team because they're picking the Penguins. If you look at this series realistically, the Penguins are probably a slight favorite. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's totally fun. You know, the Penguins are like the Yankees. You know, they they get in the playoffs. They have this cachet about them. They might not be the Penguins of three years ago, two years ago, but they're still the Penguins. They still have Crosby. They still, still have yeah, Malkin. they still have Crosby and Malkin. They still have these guys that you have to be you know wary about. But the thing that makes me laugh is the Islanders and like a bunch of different like you know Vegas odds makers have them basically the longest odds. There's high with a few teams, but the longest odds. To win the cup, so this whole season of proving everybody wrong is going to continue into the playoffs. So it's well, well the path is not favorable. You have you know you have to get by the Penguins, then you have to get by the probably the Capitals, and then you have to get by the Lightning. If you're out west, you have a much easier route to the finals. You know, absolutely, absolutely. But you know, the Islanders fare well against both the Penguins and the Caps, and they played well against Tampa. I mean, the, I mean, the road's going to be extremely tough. But I mean, right. no one's counting them out in the first round. I mean, it's just going to be a long series. It's going to no, be. Has to be here, what has to happen, though, is if you look at the team on paper, the two teams on paper, it's pretty much a pushing goal. I maybe even give the Islanders a slight edge. Probably. Murray has played well the past month. True. Um, and if you look at the blue line, yes, they have Latang, 
but I think collectively the Islanders' defense has played better as a whole. Absolutely, uh, and, and, yes, and their system is better. And yes. they, uh, if you look at the bottom six, I think the bottom six of the Islanders can make a much bigger impact on the game. And I think the bottom six of the Islanders can drive the Penguins nuts, especially their star players. So, but if you look at the top six. the big discrepancy is can the islanders score with the top six of the penguins and can the islanders skill players match the likes of crosby and malkin and gensel and kessel etc etc yeah that's that's going to be the x factor of the series deciding if they can even stop one or two of those guys because gensel you know playoff hero a couple years ago had a breakout regular season this year and he's been fantastic he's a great player under the radar too it's, it's, it's he's not a sidekick. No, he's he, not a sidekick. He's not. He's and, a really good hockey player. And Crosby finally has a line mate, you know, because all these guys he's had in the past, whether it's you know Connor Sheary, all these guys, now he's got a legitimate weapon on his wing. And he does. Obviously, it shows because now he got a hundred points for the first time in a few years, and uh, shows no signs signs of slowing down at all. But uh, back to the Islanders for a sec. Trots, you know, didn't you know, tip his hand one way or the other. Who is going to start in goal? But I imagine it's, it's going to be Leonard. Probably. Yeah. Another thing too we didn't mention too is the the advantage Penguins have on special teams. Oh yeah. Well, that, that would that, be that's a great a time for the Islanders' power play to find itself. Yeah, and you know, well, power plays are a premium in the playoffs. So the, they are. Thank God. They, they, that's, they, it's they, five on five. Five on five. Islanders can beat anybody. Yeah. It's special teams. It's the problem. And they, while they they are better on the penalty kill, they went from last to middle of the pack. That's a significant improvement. But with that being said, that power play has cost them many points. They probably would have won the division with an average power play. So you, let's hope they stay 5-on-5 five five for the most of the, the series. Yeah, I mean, what did they end up scoring? Like 35, 36 goals this year on, on the power play? Yeah, it's, that's not much. No, I mean, that's like it's less than half a goal a game. And some of the, some of the games they had this year, you're right, they only you know were down by a point. It, w- it would have been a hell of a lot of difference, but... Home ice, I mean, obviously, it's more, I think, symbolic for the Islanders finally to get it over 30 years. But yeah, I, I don't think the Penguins are going to be rattled by playing. No, no. It's, I don't. I just don't. It's, it's, it's going to be loud. It's going to be, you know, obviously raucous. But it was loud and raucous in 2013, and the Penguins yes. did two out of three at the Coliseum. Right. So, right. And the thing, like, no, if they had played maybe, uh, if they had played Carolina or maybe Columbus or even Toronto, because we know that, you know, how – the Islanders have really raised their game against them. I think home ice would have a significant advantage there. The Penguins are not going to be—they're not going to be scared of playing in the Coliseum. No, but I mean, even look, look the last few playoffs series, uh, Islanders always obviously always split the first two games. They come back, right? They need right. they get an advantage, and then they end up splitting the games at the Coliseum again, where they yep. they, they never like put the foot to the opponent's throats. Obviously, they they took care of business with Florida. But Tampa, they, they split. And Game 3, they should have won. Game 4, they should have won. And right. th- that series could have been completely different. You know, If uh, Capuano didn't throw out JT and Opozo and face off for less than a minute to go, things could have been different. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. And the other thing, too, is uh, while you know the Penguins won't be bothered at playing the Coliseum, Islanders are not going to be bothered playing at Pittsburgh. No, that's I, not going to bother. Them. No, a- absolutely not. And you know this team has a ton of playoff experience. You know, besides Matt Barzell, and you know what? I, although he's played a few games in the playoffs, 
this is going to be a good, you know, good experience for Anders Lee because he, he broke it his is. leg in the last playoff series so he, or prior, so he missed the playoff run. And he missed the last two games of the series against the Caps because Cappy had to scratch him in favor of Colin McDonald, which still bugs me to this day. Now the, the, the slate's might clean. If you've had a problem scoring during the regular season, if you've, uh, if you've not had your offensive numbers are a little bit down, if the power play has been bad, none of that matters right now, especially if you get hot. Yeah, you know, and you have unlikely heroes in, in all these games. You know, Alan Coyne, Thomas Hickey. I mean, even, you know, go back 25, 26 years ago, David Volick. I mean, the, the, you sure. know, every playoff series has an unlikely hero, so it could be Michael Del Cole. It could be Tom It could Kunafo. be Valtteri Filpola. It could be Leo Komarov. Yeah, I mean, Val. I mean, how, how amazing is this guy? I mean, July, July, July 1st, we killed the Islanders for signing this guy, signing Komarov, and he's been an absolute revelation. I mean, two goals on Saturday, and they, they both were just pretty goals. I mean, you can't say He enough. doesn't score ugly goals. <laughs> no, he, he doesn't. I mean, on the break on the breakaway, I mean, a pretty pass by Taze, who... I How mean, good was that pass? My it, God. He, he is so good. and w- So good. When we see a full season of him next year, and then just how Pulak keeps growing and growing, I mean, both these guys are just going to keep pushing each other. and going to have really, really good offensive defensemen, which makes Nick Lay expendable, which we'll talk about in the offseason. Right. Yeah, we can worry about that in the offseason. Hey, you know, no, you know what's nice that we're not going to talk about? What's that? We're not going to talk about the draft lottery at all. Uh, you know what? Thank the Lord, because you, you know my feeling about prospects right now. I, I'm just oh, yeah. like, obviously they're good to have. But I'm just so sick of just talking about them. You know, I don't want I don't want to hear about Sorokin, all these guys. Just I, I want to see people wearing an Islander uniform, playing the Coliseum, playing Barclays. I'm so sick of prospects. That being said, congrats to Oliver <laughs> Wallstrom on scoring his first professional goal this weekend as the Sound Tigers clinch a playoff spot the first time in three years. His goal was an absolute blast from the circle. Yeah, and sign up for 35 more of those. My yeah, God. yeah. So let's just hopefully he's motivated now because if you get that, it's it's going to be, you know, something to see in the next couple of years. Is, uh, is Brent Thompson suddenly a good coach now? You know, it's it's amazing. You know, because just because he handled Josh Hosang a certain way, right? You know, everyone killed him, but he was right. He's he's been he's been right about all these guys. He he knows his prospects. He knows his players. Kiefer Bell's has been terrible this the second half of the year. He scratches them sometimes. He plays them on different lines. He shuffles his lines so much. He gives all these guys a chance to play. The thing is, there are so many AHL veterans on that team. And there's so many like young prospects too that they added three more in the last couple of weeks. He has a difficult job of juggling all these guys, and they're in the playoffs. It's a, and it shows you now from the top to the bottom with Trotz and Lamorello, just how different this organization is. In a, Absolutely. From a year. Well, what was, yeah, you're right on. A, a, a year ago what was it a year ago today, tomorrow, whenever when they had that press conference with Snow and Wade and Ledecky. And we were, we were all just like, shoot ourselves, because this is more of the same. And now it looks like Snow's going to Florida with Joel Quenville. And, uh, weird. Really weird. Yeah, and you know, Jack Capuano is, looks like he's going to stay in the organization somehow. Uh, I don't know how he survived that, but good for him. Uh, a lot of, you know, it's, it's amazing what he, a difference a year makes, because were there eight or nine coaching vacancies? Yeah. And we got... 
Islanders got extremely lucky last year. That, so lucky. That Trotz was available because chances are he probably would have taken this job. Yeah, it, we were just, it was the right place, right time, and it really it was very serendipitous. Uh, that's the biggest word I've ever used on this podcast. Yeah, not uh, bad. But it applies. Yeah, no, um, triple word score. It's good. It's, yeah, it does. So it's just very fortunate series of events that led us to where we are now. And I just think of that press conference last year and then Lou taking over. And then, like, it, it's just where it is now. It's just, it's almost unfathomable. It's, 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 it's almost beyond comprehension. Somebody plays Scrabble. Uh, it's yeah. almost beyond compre- comprehension of where this team has come in such a short time. And now, get, you know, give Lou another offseason to, you know, with some cap space and some, you know, UFAs out there to really mold the team. But, boy, let's enjoy what's going to happen on starting Wednesday. I, like, I don't know how far they're going to go, but let's just enjoy what's about to happen. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be fun. I mean, 90% of us didn't think that they'd be playing past Game 82. Uh, it's it's going to be fun, and no one thought they'd be playing games in the Coliseum in the playoffs. So that's probably why they schedule a PGA Max for a whole weekend. But it's it's, it's going to be tremendous, and we'll uh, we'll do what much of uh, a show, hopefully post-game as we can, but we'll, we'll be definitely on the pulse of this. And after the break, Andrew Gross. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, and joining me now is Andrew Gross from Newsday, Breakdown, the Islanders Pen Series. Andrew, how's it going? Yeah, and of course, you know, once training camp opened, I'm sure this is exactly what we think we would be doing, you know, talking playoffs, <laughs> Islanders, you know, hosting game one the first time in over 30 years, right? <laughs> yeah, no, this was, a, you know, it's funny that none of us really thought that. I mean, uh, you know, there are a couple of writers here and there who thought they would have a decent season, but I, you know, let's be honest. Most people, you know, you know, saw John Tavares going to Toronto, and you know the way they played defense last year, and the fact that they really didn't bring in much offense, and they sort of figured that it was, you know, Barry Trotz coming in, Lou Lamarillo coming in, those were pluses, and I don't think anyone denied that. But there, there's no way many people saw this, especially you know finishing second in the division like he's been getting home ice for the first time since 1988. But, you know, to speak to that, it, it really goes to show how much of a chip on the shoulder this team had about the way things happened last year and about what people thought of them this year. And uh, you'd be lying to yourself if you say that's not a factor in what their motivation was. They wanted to prove the guys remaining in that room. They wanted to prove that they were a good, if not better, team without John Tavares there. Yeah, and, you know, it looks like they're going to have a chip on their shoulder going in the playoffs, although everyone on Newsday predicted the honors to advance. Most of the the country, or Canada included, looks like it's slightly edging towards 
the Penguins, but you know Vegas. The odds are not in the Islanders' favor at, at all. I think they're all the books have them is like towards the bottom. I know their path is a, a little bit you know treacherous, but uh, the Islanders probably like to be in that scenario anyway. Yeah, no, they're they're used to I'll tell you why I think them in seven. Uh, I, I think the Coliseum is a bigger factor than the Vegas and some of the Canadian media might might consider. Um, yes, the Penguins, you know, won two, two Stanley Cups, 16 and 17. And, of course, you know, they have much more offensive firepower in, in Crosby, Malkin, Latang. Um, but, you know what, the, the Islanders... Are, are very comfortable in these two months, three, two games, and that's what playoff hockey is. You know, I, I, I suspect most of these games are going to be, you know, one-goal games here. And, and if the Islanders just rely upon their defensive structure, and they're a very confident group, and they're confident in their structure. So it's not like they're going to be intimidated. And I also, I, I think... The Islanders are looked upon as this, you know, inexperienced playoff group. But if you look up and down the roster, I think it's just six guys who haven't played in the playoffs. And you've got, you know, more than your fair share of guys on the team. Boy, Chuck, I know Andrew Ladd's not playing now, but Val Dolpula, Nick Lenny. You have Stanley Cup winners on this team, and you have a Stanley Cup winning coach. So the playoffs I don't think are going to be too big for these Islanders game seven if it gets there is going to be at the Coliseum and I, I really think what it comes down to is you know is the power play uh, from both teams is that going to dictate the series is the Penguins power play going to overwhelm the uh, the Islanders or are the Islanders going to be able to eke out a couple of power play goals here and there yeah, and then uh, you know the play the power play opportunities are really limited in the in the playoffs, so they're going to really need to capitalize on the chances they get and actually kill the ones that the Penguins get because you're only going to get one or two during each game. Yeah, no, and, and you know what, the Islanders have a guy Tony Boychuk uh, mentioning Cup winners who won with maybe the worst power play team of all time in the uh, in the Stanley Cup final. The Bruins can score on on the power play, and they want to stay in the cup. So, you know, I, I, I do think the Islanders, you know, they, they certainly have more than a fighter's chance in, in this series. And I just, you know what, I, I, I think these guys have shown you all season that, you know, that, that this is not a mirage. They are a good team. And you know what, they, they, they finished ahead of the, the, the Penguins in the, uh, in the standings. Yeah, and you know they haven't seen the Penguins in, in quite some time. Uh, Crosby had a you know great year. Uh, he finally had a you know a, a, a line mate. You know Jake Gensel who had a breakout year. You know we had the yep. uh, playoff hero a couple of years ago. So their top six is going to be you know pretty formidable. Like you, know, you mentioned, that they get the edge, but I think the Islanders get the edge in defense as a whole. And, yeah. you know, I think it's a push. The goaltending of Murray has won, but Leonard has very, very limited uh, experience in the playoff. I think he played maybe one or two games for the centers when, when, when he was real, real young. But I, don't, I know Barry Trotz didn't tip his hand yet, but I, I would have to imagine he gets the you know nod for game one. Yeah, no, I think everyone expects Robin Leonard to uh, start in game one, but I don't think, 
Barry Trotz is at all afraid to use two goals in this series. And, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give you, you know, what if. I mean, if, if the Hurricanes had somehow sneaked ahead of, uh, uh, of the Penguins in the, uh, in the standings, and the Islanders were opening up against the, Pen- uh, the, the Hurricanes, I think there's a good chance uh, Thomas Bryce might have started if it was Islanders, Hurricanes in the first round because Bryce has played so well against the Hurricanes. Yeah, you're, so, you're you know, absolutely right. I, I sort of, you know, you say the goalies are a push. I, 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 I give the edge to the Islanders and the goaltending, even though Matt Murray has much more uh, playoff experience than Robin Leonard. Uh, Thomas Bryce certainly, you know, 2016 with the Islanders, you know, got him through a, a playoff series into the second round. And, uh, you know, if, if I, I, I have more confidence in Barry Trotz going to Thomas Bryce if Robin Leonard's not playing at his best than I would in Mike Sullivan going to Casey DeSmith if, if Matt Murray is not at the top of the stick. Yeah, that, that's that's a great point. Absolutely. Because, I mean, look, last year, Trotz you know, started uh, Phil Grubauer a couple of games yeah. and, and then he went yeah. to Hopi and Hopi, you know, finished, finished it out. So I wouldn't be surprised seeing, you know, both, both goaltenders in the series. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, so they, they play, you know, it's a fairly good playoff schedule where they play, you know, every other day for 14 days. There's a game every other day. Um, the, the, the one kind of outlier is they play game one Wednesday night, game two Friday night, then they go to Pittsburgh. And game three is a noon game right. on, on on Sunday. So that's that's a little bit of a tight turnaround. You know, it's not a back-to-back, but it's as close to a back-to-back as you can get. So, you know, if Thomas Bryce is, you know, can maybe get a game, maybe, maybe it is game three at noon on a Sunday. Yeah, and you know, for once, the Coliseum or Barclays isn't hosting that game three at noon because it's, it's that's been a fixture every time the Islanders made the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like a, a player like Anders Lee, you know, the, the captain, who, although you know he's played in the playoffs, missed the last time with a broken leg, and then previously in the series against the Caps, got scratched by Capuano for game six and seven. How how excited is he looking forward to this playoff series? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. For a, you know, for a guy, the toughest thing in the world, like you brought up, is is watching the playoffs, and not just NHL playoffs. You go across, you know, any sport. That guy, you know, how hard was it for Carson Wentz to watch? You know, the Eagles go win the Super Bowl without him. You know, I don't care what he says. That that's very tough. It was tough on Phil Simms. You know, uh, when yeah. Jeff Hostetler takes the Giants to the Super Bowl. So, I mean, you know, you talk about chips on the shoulders. I mean, I, I think that is one for Anders Lee, too, you know, to show that, you know, for as good as he's played in the regular season the last two years, um, you know, he, he can translate that into a playoff atmosphere. Um, so I, I, I expect, you know, and, and that line, you know, with Marzell and uh, Everly was, was kind of, you know, the last two games they were a little not great, but for the most part, since they've been put together, they, they, they were looking more and more like the Islanders finally had, you know, that top line that could, you know, you know take over a game here and there. Um, 
you know, and, and you talk about Henders Lee, I, I think Matthew Barzell is another one craving that opportunity to show what he can do here. Um, you know, and, and then you get to the business side, and, uh, you know, Henders Lee and Jordan Everly are both playing for contracts right. this season. And, you know, you know, what happens over this, you know, this series is, you know, could be a, a factor in that. So, you know, there, there's a lot of motivation, but you're, you're right. You know, obviously having to watch a couple of these, you know, he's chomping at the bit at the best of times. You know, I, I don't know what's next after chomping at the bit, but that's where he's at. Right. And like, like who would you like to, like every year, there, every or every time the Islanders make the players, there's always some, you know, unsung hero, whether it was Alan Quine a couple years ago, Thomas Hickey, even go back to David Volick. Like, who, who do you think it possibly be it? Would it be like a Del Cole or even like a Tom Kunako? Well, I mean, that's, you know, that, that, that's probably where you look for it first. Um, you know, because uh, based on the way they ran lines today, it looks like Kunako might start game one over Del Cole. They got another day of practice on Tuesday, so, you know, I don't want to say anything set in stone. But uh, you talk about motivation. I mean, Tom Kunakel won two cups with the Penguins. Right. Um, you know, he's he's not known necessarily for his scoring prowess, but, you know, he, he's chipped in here and there, and he's good on the penalty kill. Um, you know, I, I got, you know, I, I know, I, I know to Islander fans, you know, he's, he's more than a fourth liner, but, you know, I could really see just doing something in this series uh, where where it makes a real impact on, on the Islanders, you know, winning or losing. Um, you know, he did score 20 goals this season, and that's not necessarily what you associate Casey's Zeke this year. Right. But I, 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 I think, you know, I, I could see a really big playoff run coming from Casey's Zeke. Yeah, and, you know, the amazing thing about his 20 goals is that none of them came on the power play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Although a couple of teams shortened it. Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, how how important was it for the team to get, you know, Val Fippola back, you know, the last game of the year? He scored two goals just so he's ready to go. I mean, because no one thought this guy was going to be much of a factor when they signed him in July. Yeah, no, he's he's, he's eminently important to the team. You know, what Barry Trotz wants to do is roll those meaning any disrespect for Tanner Fritz, you know, and then he hurts his hand, and then, you know, Leo Komarov moving over to the middle, without Nelson to fill on, to pull on that line, it just was not as good a line. And it, it kind of took away from Barry being able to roll those four lines. So, you know, center depth is an issue with this, uh, with this team. So, you know, him coming back, and he was back a full week earlier than expected, you know, when he first got hurt. So I think I think it's big, I and mean, he certainly got you know some of his uh, legs underneath them in that season. Early in Washington, getting a couple of goals, get, getting the feel of the puck on his stick, you know. And now he gets a couple of days of real practice in here. So you know, you know, Val is a guy savvy veteran. You know, I know that's used as a cliche, but he's won the cup, and you know, he just knows how to play at this time of year. He's not going to wow you all the time, but there are times when he can he can wow you. He's had a couple of goals this year where he just blows past the defense. 
defense right. or paint some blue, you know, around Brees, you know, you know, wow. And, and you know, certainly it, it only helps the Islanders that he was able to get back early. Yeah, I mean, his goals this year certainly have not been cheapies. That's that's for sure. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. So, so uh, basically now, uh, game you know game one on 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 Wednesday. Uh, well, uh, hopefully, I mean, you mentioned before about the Coliseum, you know, being a, a factor, but in, in the years past, the Islanders have not taken advantage of having uh, not home ice, but when when they you know split two games on the road, coming back and kind of securing home ice, they've never really took advantage of that. Do you see now that kind of the series starting at the Coliseum, they can kind of really get ahead and kind of put the you know so-called foot to the throat of the Penguins? early? You mean, I mean, winning two straight games against the Penguins is going to be a tall order no matter what building they're in. And I, I think the good thing about the Islanders is, you know, they're, they're not changing their game on the road as compared to home. Barry Trotz is not, you know, necessarily looking for matchups all the time. So, you know, that last change is not good. Not having that last change is not going to impact the Islanders as much. I, I think where the Islanders get their push, if they can get off to a good start in game one and just keep that crowd engaged, like you know it's going to be, you know, before the game. There's, there, you know, Crosby and Malkin obviously went through that the 2013 playoff series at the Coliseum. But, you know, Barry Trump still talks about the 2015 series about how, you know, sitting in the dressing room before the game and the fans had the building shaking. You know, that, that, right. that is a little intimidating to come out into. And there are not a lot of players on the Penguins roster who have, who have experienced that at the Coliseum. You know, Crosby Malkin can tell them what it's like. Um, but you, you got to kind of experience it. So I, I, I don't know whether or not the Islanders will be able to parlay this home ice advantage into a 2 nothing series lead going back to Pittsburgh, but it would, you know, it would probably behoove them to, to take advantage of that opportunity. Right, right. Andrew, thanks for a few minutes tonight, and we'll talk to you down the road in the playoffs. Oh, uh, no. My pleasure. Thanks for having me.